What's up, guys, and welcome back to the show. It's finally great to be back after taking care of all of my business in New York City. I am back home, and now I'm going to give you guys a comprehensive book review on the sell. How to Sell Anything to Anyone by Frederick Eklund. First and foremost, I've read so many books over the years on sales and communications and leadership and all these things, and a lot of these books have you know, like they literally speak the same information, just worded out differently. But what stood out to me about this book was the fact that Frederick Eklund lives his life based on philosophies I've had since I was like 16 years old. So it's crazy to see that this guy who moved from Sweden to New York City with no contacts, with absolutely nothing, and made his way to being the number one broker in New York City says something. And what I did is that I took a lot of the notes that stood out to me and I put it on a piece of paper and I wanted to share it with you guys. So with that being said, let's get started. First and foremost, the number one mistake you can make is watering down your true self because you're afraid others can't handle 100 proof you. All right, so this resonates with me 100% because this is something I not gonna lie, still kind of struggle with to this day. I'm usually the kind of guy that doesn't really care what other people think about me, but there are certain um, traits of my personality I don't like to review based because some people like to throw labels and accusations out there about me without getting to know who I really am. But after recent events, I met this kid uh, a while ago that went to my high school. And over a couple of beers, he was telling me that when I was a senior and he was a sophomore, I was like Mr. Wildcat in my high school, just to get it started. I was the guy that emceed all the events, I ran the pep rallies, I did a lot of performances. I was the guy that ran everything in high school. And he was telling me that because of like a, a specific performance that I had where I was twerking, he saw that I didn't care what other people think about me. And that had a major influence on him. He was telling me that because of that, because of him seeing me show my personality to the world and not caring, it allowed him to be himself. And it has carried on with him to this day. And he said that, Im that impacted him and many other people. Mind you, this was like five years ago. And I had no idea I had that kind of impact on him. So that made me think, why should I ever hold back myself from the world? Why should I ever not be 100 proof me? And you shouldn't have to feel that same way either. You shouldn't have to hold who you are back from the world because of what other people think about you. All right, moving on. All great entrepreneurs are big kids. I resonate with this because back in my days in network marketing, my old team and I actually had the same where this business is 80% fun and 20% work. Because honestly, there is no rule against having fun and being a professional all at the same time you want to be and you want to enjoy what you're doing I know that some professions are more serious than, than others but that shouldn't mean you shouldn't have fun with what you're doing things shouldn't have to be bowling you know dull and boring at all I thought this was very interesting Frederick talked about in order to be successful you need a clear picture of what truly fulfills you for me I guess that has always been helping people become the best that they can the best that they can be and also help other people discover their true potential Alright, what's he saying here? Oh, you only have one life, and laughing will not only make you live longer, but will also help you attract money like a magnet. I thought this was very interesting because if you think about it, when you're amongst your friends and you guys are laughing about 
some dumb stuff, that brings you guys more together, right? It releases tension and it brings you guys into unison. And what a lot of people don't understand is that laughing releases a lot of tension, even in very serious meetings like he, uh, Frederick mentioned here, where he would be sitting with developers trying to close a huge deal on a development, that he said that all he would have to do is just simply make them laugh, just bring more laughter into the room. And people not only want to work with you, but they want to buy the things that you're also selling. Like you really want to be remembered for being the person who brightens the mood in the room. And I feel like this is something I've been notorious, notorious for over the years because that is just, it's been my personality. What else do we have here? It only takes a moment to make an investment in others. And they're definitely more willing to make an investment in us. This brings me back to an old saying I had when I was younger, where if you give an ear out to someone, they'll give an ear out to you. It kind of ties back to that saying where you should focus on being interested and not being interesting. I thought, oh, wow, that's so interesting. Also, next point in here, which I think is so important now, because all right, this is what he said. He said, you also never know who will make you rich. By being rude to people, it will catch up to you one day. You might forget, but other people don't. Yo, so for those of you that probably work in a customer service industry, whether that be like a server, your barista, whatever, I'm sure you have dealt with some rude people. You know what I mean? The people are rude when they ask you for your drinks, etc., etc. And I never agreed with that. I've never been rude to a server barista because it's not because they're making your food which is the obvious but it's just not right you know human beings are human beings that we should all be treated equal you know you never know what someone's going through but it doesn't it doesn't give you an excuse to be rude it never does and I highly and I dude I can't even tell you how much I agree with that statement that by being rude it'll catch up to you someday so whether you're talking to a customer service representative or a barista at your local coffee shop always show some kindness if anything see if there's a there's a way you can brighten up their day because I can tell you right now that being friends with your local barista comes a long way and what he says here oh this is really cool he said that you want to be exactly like you are with your best friend because I know in a lot of high-pressure situations let's say we're going to dates having a serious meeting etc etc this kind of hinders us like hinders us like you know you feel all tight before you go do something really nervous like for me if I'm going on a date sometimes I get real tight about it and I find it hard for me to really be myself because you know I'm nervous and I'm sure we've all been there and he's saying here you always want to be exactly like you are with your best friend and one of the best ways to do that before you're going to a meeting or let's say a date is to talk to your best friend before you go into it or better yet like he said here in the book take them with you up until you get to the door of the meeting so like you basically leave your best friend outside like the restaurant or whatever but it will help you be yourself it'll help relieve all that tension like you guys can make each other laugh up until the meeting or the date this is very important this quote that I have written down here uh, which I thought was super critical Frederick said the most dangerous poison is the feeling of achievement the antidote is to every evening think about what can be better tomorrow and I thought this was critical because I've experienced this myself where I would experience like you know a, a 
a certain amount of achievement and that would be my excuse to not work harder the next day. And that has backfired on me so many times over the years. And I think this is crucial because no matter what form of achievement that we have, we should always strive to do better tomorrow. Well, I love what this, what this guy said here. He said, failure is like salt. It makes success taste delicious. I thought this was great because a lot of people tend to avoid failure and trying to find a way to, to success without having any like mishaps or obstacles along the way. But failure is part of the process, but it's never the final destination. And he left off the book with this, and I thought this was beautiful. He said, your business expands in direct proportion to the fun you have and the adventures you take. The hardest part of success is learning when to enjoy it, but you must start. Knowing how to enjoy success is actually the secret to becoming even more successful. I thought that was beautiful because what he's really trying to say here is that regardless of where we are in our life, whether we're starting to experience success, whether we have thought we've made it to the destination, the real secret to being successful or even being more successful is learning to enjoy it. Even though it's hard to find out when can we actually start enjoying it, the real antidote to this is to just get started. Find a way to start enjoying where you are. Enjoy the process, enjoy the journey, and you will find yourself to be successful along the way. So with that being said, I hope you guys got some value out of this. This was a great book. I highly recommend to anyone that wants to better themselves. Like this is not your average like personal development guru stuff. This is like some really like down home, great personal philosophies by a great guy that really means well. So with that being said, I hope you guys have a great night and I'll see you guys again, let's say Monday, Wednesday. Take care.